and welcome back to the Casual Hour, a podcast essentially about video games, but mostly about not being the worst thing to happen on January 6, 2021. I'm your host, Bobby Pease. Joining me as always, the gamer on the go, Chase Kinnicky, and the gamer that is here that should go, but we still like, Johnny Amazich. Gentlemen, it's been a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has. <laughs> Chase has uh, spoken for all of us by cracking open a hard cider. I spilled, I spilled a decent amount of that. <clears throat> so it's all right. We're good. For, for what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're a podcast that talks about video games. Uh, this is an episode where we're going to tell you a little about the games that we've been playing uh, and some of the news, but maybe a lot about the games that we've been playing. Uh, today was a, an interesting day to be an American and to be a spectator in the world. We hope that you are well wherever you're at. Um, whatever resources you need in your life to get you through what's happening right now, we please encourage you to do that um, as long as it's safe but uh yeah i i don't know we've started more shows in the last year with some sort of fucking nugget like that than i'd, I'd care to man and if there only there was some sort of i like common denominator between all the reasons we've had to do that i don't know you know you're right there it's very clear very very clear as to why we would i we're not a political pundit show here. We're just a, a hey, couple of. Well, hey, I, I know that you've branched out to other podcasts besides this one, but I. Whoa, <laughs> that's the pot calling the kettle black. Look at that. Mine wasn't political. Mm, I don't know. Um, so, so, some of those podcasts I listen to. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Um, you know, we, we don't have all the fucking answers. We barely have. Uh, any, Bobby, any we're three white men. Of course, we have all the answers. What are you talking oh, that's about? That's right. Three straight he white a, men. He makes a um, fantastic point. I don't know. I it's it's a bummer to continually talk about it. I think that's that's just kind of where I'm at with it. I'm with you. So yep. let's talk about video games instead. Woo. Let's do that. So as I mentioned, tonight's episode traditionally a what you've been playing, where we talk about a couple games. Keyword: a couple games. Tonight we're coming out fucking drunk off of our own power. Johnny was out last week. Yep. Uh, I hope things are better for you and your family. Um, thinking about yep. you all. That was a continuation of an already extensive break for you from yeah. from gaming and shit. And and you're here to tell, you're here to make up for it. Chase, in space. you're 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 cruising. I've played up. some new shit. We got some new shit. It's a new year, new me. Right. I, I look different. Yeah. Don't I? More yeah. depressed. I mean, your your, uh, your shirt dressed. looks like it has polka dots on it. You know, New Year, new Anchors. patterns. Yeah. So anyway, tonight we're going to tell you about some of those games. But to kick us off, uh, I'm going to throw it over to, to Chase here and let him run us through uh, any game that's not a weeb game. And my time is up. <laughs> <laughs> no. I played uh, I played a handful of, of some things. Uh, some of them not even anime related, or maybe like anime adjacent. Who knows? But um, Chase, start... I'm gonna stop you right there. Oh, okay. I'm gonna stop you right there because this week I called you out on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I took I I took it to the streets. It's the Twitter feud that no one knew they wanted or asked for, and what was the result? Of that Twitter you feed. you incited some uh, some Twitter violence like um, another great tweeter we know it was really good you sicked a mob on me I had to take a recess and leave the premises 
I hope that you're tidying up your attitude over there. Ooh. God damn it. God damn it, Bobby. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> Bobby's been hounding me to play Nino Kuni 1. I, I've played Nino Kuni 2. Um, yeah. But you've been hounding me to play that since uh, since you started it. Like almost even... a year ago. Almost a year ago. Uh, Maybe a little bit. Less. I think it was less than that. No, because I, I, I got the game for Christmas last year. Oh, really? I thought that yeah. came yeah. out. Hmm, okay. It came out before it, but I didn't get the game until Christmas. Okay, interesting. Um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, this is a game that I have actually owned for a long time. I own the PS3 version and just never played it uh, because I didn't own a PS3 until much later in the life cycle and just bought a bunch of games that were exclusive that I thought might be cool and then sure. almost never played any of them. Um, great, great purchase decisions on my part. I did play The Last of Us, though. That was okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Nino Kuni 1 uh, has been something that I've been interested in. You know, I, I like the anime. I don't know if you've heard, but mm-hmm. uh, that includes the Studio Ghibli films. And, uh, you know, having them be a part of this project and helping Level 5 to make this game, you know, that's, that's a pretty instant win for me. And I don't know why I hadn't played this game. Uh, on the PS3, and then you know now it's a little harder to play until this game came out, this uh, this port of it, and uh, it, so I'm playing on the Switch, so I don't have the remastered version that that came out on PS4. Um, yeah. Did it come out on Xbox too? It's on. Uh, uh, it's on PC, so I think PC. it may be. Hey, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm playing on the Switch version, which is not remastered, but it's just kind of a straight port. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it did come to Xbox One. Okay, that's cool. I, it's it's fine. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I I don't want to disappoint Bobby here. I think I think it has the bones of something really cool. Um, I am still pretty darn early in it. I only have three familiars at this point. Uh, I just okay. got the third one. I'm, I beat the forest boss, uh, and then or the golden forest boss or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, and uh, and then haven't played any more since then. So I, I can tell you early game impressions i don't like the way that you're sharing hp and you're sharing kind of a timer with with all of your familiars and having to kind of switch between those to uh i I mean you're not you're not sharing a timer each each uh your character and then the three different familiars each have their own timer so you can't just keep one out on the field the entire time uh sure i mean you can if you're good enough uh, sure, know, if you're if just, you're quick enough, yeah, you can you can get that done. Um, so, but you do share an HP pool and you share uh, an MP pool, so you it, it kind of feels limiting to me, and maybe that feels less limiting once you have more of those resources available to you and more of those familiars available to you. Because at one point sure. it was, I mean, I can I can go to my main character whose name I've forgotten. Um, he's the cry cry baby poopy pants or whatever Mr. Drippy calls him. Um, <laughs> and, and then I had like one guy, one familiar who had overalls and a little sword, which I think is just the canonical, hey, this is the first one you get. And yeah. and he was fine. And it's like, I, I guess I just use this guy all the time. And then I got a second familiar and I was like, I, I don't know, he's cool. Maybe I'll use him occasionally. Uh, it was like a little lemur thing. And now I've got some uh, like Pokemon grass uh, fairy looking thing. There, and there's a I, lot of strategy to it that I mean I feel 
definitely takes a minute to get into for sure. And like you haven't even really got to the point of catching yet. Right. And so that element comes in and then there really is for me, at least you have the traditional, you got to have a tank, you got to have a healer and you got to have an attacker. Like when you're out there doing this. And so the builds really start to get more strategic on how you lead with things, how you go out and do it. It takes a minute for sure. And like even the catching mechanic in the game is, can be frustrating because you don't get to dictate when that happens. You have to react to it. And so you might be grinding for a particular uh, monster in that game and you'll battle, 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 and you'll never get the opportunity. Like it increases if you attack them from behind. There's a, a literal step that you can build into your character that takes some grinding in itself to get the opportunity to have a higher chance to to catch. And the whole catching thing in itself is is a bit odd too on how they do it. But uh, I, I think that if you stick with it, um, from a combat level, the tinkering that I think that you are into definitely becomes a lot more on the orbs and items and shit that you can put onto your 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 characters and, and go that route. Um, yeah, I, I but, don't doubt that. Yeah. I, I think, and there have been other things that that game has provided that has kept me going uh, where the combat hasn't. Uh, I like the characters for the most part. I sure. I like uh, I like the art for a video game. It does it does have a, a Ghibli look to it for for certain. Yeah, oh, definitely. But uh, it's certainly not as visually rich as uh, as a Ghibli film, which I guess is to be expected. Um, but it's nice. I, I like the I like all the the enemies that you're fighting so far. Um, they all have pretty fun, interesting designs, and uh, the familiars that I've gotten so far have been have been okay. Um, I think I think there is more that I will get out of this game if I keep playing it, and I and I plan to. But I will say I don't think it gives the best earliest impression compared to sure. other games, uh, even its sequel. Uh, I I do find it really interesting. I think maybe the most interesting part of the game for me so far is seeing the relationship between the first game and the second game, and seeing some of those uh, the ways that they kind of cross over from. Oh hey, the 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 uh, the clothes that you get as the main character—they look a lot like the clothes that you get in the in the second game. That's that's kind of neat. Um, I like as as much as I'm not enjoying the combat right now. Yeah. I do appreciate that there is. Hey, we we took this idea of switching between monsters and we turned that into switching between weapons in, mm-hmm. in the second game. And I like how. I like how that evolved. I probably like the second game's combat a little bit better, uh, being more action-y. Uh, not that I don't like turn-based stuff, but I think it feels better to play in the second game, which is to be expected. It's a it's a sequel. They learned things from the first game. Yeah. But uh, I, I like I like some of the thoughts here in this game, and I'd like to keep giving Nuno sure. a shot. Um, but that's kind of where I'm netting out with it right now. I. I like Fair. the stamps. I like the stamp system. I like going around and helping yeah, people. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I think it's kind of a fun gimmick to take people's hearts or take parts of their heart and yeah. then give it to other people. Um, I I kind of like the idea that, oh, I'll harvest a little enthusiasm from you and then I can use it on the next person I see that's feeling a little, a little down. Um, and I can see that being an interesting puzzle mechanic to uh, to take in that. Although I think the 
Like, if I think about it deeply, <laughs> about how I'm just taking somebody's enthusiasm and how much enthusiasm is too much, and <laughs> if I'm... if like, hey, I just feel kind of down today. And then I go, oh, what if I just gave you somebody else's enthusiasm? It's like, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not broken hearted. Like, right. like you say in the game, yeah. I'm just, I'm just a little down. I'm a little tired today. And like, yeah. no, fuck you. Here's this other person's enthusiasm. You get to work. Like, you will be fucking excited there, whether there you like one, it or not. There was one where this, this guy's like, I don't know. My wife is just kind of tired lately. And I was like, yeah, let, give your wife a break. She's probably Where, been working where's her Where's Oliver at in 2020 <laughs> into 2021? We could all use a little bit of that. God. Anyway. So I, uh, I, the only sources I have here with this is that I know that you are, you definitely struggled with Persona 5, the onboarding to Persona 5, and you sure. ended up finishing I mean, pretty strong with that. I, I had but, the same struggles as Chase, like getting going also, the first of Nino five Kuni hours or, or so. Nino Kuni. Sure. Uh, I, I think know, my problem it, with Persona, though, like getting getting into Persona was a way different thing because the combat in Persona is what I really liked, and I had a great time with it. And while I did like the characters a lot, it it just took that bit of getting forever. over the hump of what the fuck is this stupid story and nothing makes sense of why the motivations are what they were. And I'm getting all that here. It's just it's a different reason that I'm that I'm struggling sure. over the hump. And and I know I'll get there. Oh, I just and, appreciate and you, you playing. Laud this game. Well, yeah, exactly. You laud this game and and really really sing its praises. So I I know there's going to be something there more than I've seen so far, and I'm looking forward to getting to that part. Cool, that's awesome. Well, keep me up to date on it. I, it certainly is a long game, and uh, I think it's a it's a great one to play during these colder months for sure. It's a sure. it's a fun ex- exploring game. And I'll tell that's you, the, it, right? the only reason I... Yeah, that's it. That's the only game I've played. <laughs> no, um, I'll tell you why I started Nino Kuni. Last week, uh, I had started another long RPG uh, anime-style game that, that you were less enthused about. But uh, I was I was also not very enthused about Atelier Ryza. Um, but I still yeah. thought I might play more of that. When I came back to play more of that, um, it, it sent me back basically to the beginning... And I guess I didn't know how to save in that game. I, I remember looking at a bunch of menus nice. and looking for anything that said save and could not find it. And when that happened, you know, I, I only lost maybe like three or four hours. But that's so crushing to, to know that, ah, man, I did all that effort and I made all that It's that a work. lot, man. You this don't, you don't, don't play Dark Souls. I, <laughs> Life finds a way. Chase. Yeah, I guess so. So that was that was a pretty good excuse just to say, you know what? I wasn't having the best time with Ryza. Um, Bobby keeps harping on me about about uh, Nino Cooney, so let's just let's just take the plunge. You know, maybe I can take a look at what Ryza Two is doing when it comes out this month. It might have month. an autosave. That'd be great. It'd be awesome. I, I am pissed though. Like I remember as I turned that as I was about to turn that game off. I went, I feel like, did I save? I Did I, did I, I looked through some menus, and it's like, I don't see anything here that says save, so, you know, maybe it has some auto something, and ugh, then it was all gone. Anyway. Damn. Um, so that's also, done for now. That's done for now, and probably, probably done for a long time. We'll see. Um, I did finish hmm. Seven Nights Time Wonder, which is a game that I played uh, a good amount in. This in was the one that was kind of like a, a mobile, or is a mobile Right. 
it's gotcha based, on, game. based on a mobile franchise, a mobile gotcha right. game. This is not a gotcha game, though. This was a traditional JRPG that had kind of some of the trappings uh, in uh, visual aesthetic of some mobile games and some mechanics from a combat perspective that that feel that felt very mobile game esque, but it didn't have any of the microtransaction stuff, which was nice. Um, I, I didn't have much more to go. It was like an hour left, and you know, it was good. I. I feel I feel similarly about the ending as I do the rest of that game. Where it's like, yeah, that that was a pretty solid little experience. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Nice. Yeah, and then the last thing, uh, I as you know, if you listen to our game of the year episode, there was uh, there was a, a moment between between our we took a break, we came back, yeah, and uh, in in that break, Johnny's like, hey, by the way, I got you a PS5. <laughs> it's like, I oh. Did. That's a uh, okay. <laughs> he's a real, real okay person. Sometimes he, he's a real good dude. Sometimes and, uh, and sometimes I guess so. Um, but yeah, that came in uh, earlier than we thought. And, Monday. Uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. supposed to get here until the twelfth. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Thanks, and Sam I, Walton. I, yeah, I rushed over to Johnny's place and uh, and and got that got that machine, and then got some McDonald's. Chase, you are, you out of all three of us. Yeah. You should have had the PlayStation first. I know. I wanted it more than you two. And um, if we lived in a just society, Chase, you yes, would have. Absolutely. Now, what I, 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 here, I've been dying to talk to you about it because it's been, I, I've heard some stuff off pod that you've mm-hmm. talked about, but the, the one thing that like I'm curious about, there's been weeks now where this has been brought up. You listen to other podcasts that aren't as good as us, but, Cover some of the same things, and right. less less qualified individuals. Less qualified, <laughs> sure. but still they try. We like them. They try. Um, did it meet your expectations? Exceed your expectations? Where did the initial experience with the PlayStation Five land for you? Because at this point in time, it's been months. There's been a lot of hot takes on it. Mm-hmm. What? Where are you at with it? I thought you were going to ask me about the Destiny Two download, which I'm sure we'll get to. <laughs> Um, I don't want to talk about that. It's already been a rough day. <laughs> um, I, I'll say it was it was fun to open up. It is it, it even even though I knew this thing was going to be huge. I think when you when you pull it out, you go like, yeah, shit, this talking. thing yeah. is this. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> this thing, this thing. It's is, only a few inches shorter than my PC tower. It's I did not so... think that's where you're going with that, but I'm happy that's where it ended up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, we, we try not to get too blue here on the casual hour. Mm-hmm. If we can help it. <laughs> so um, it's, big. it's big. You like it, it big. Yeah, sure. I, I think I think it's a fine looking console. I think it's weird and fun. Hey, and Chase neat. likes his consoles like he likes his women. White and thick. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> respond to this <laughs> you anyway, forgot we- wearing sabusa's glasses uh <laughs> yes yes sabusa my <laughs> sabusa is my waifu well done well done bobby great job um anyway while while it is quite large i think it will fit fit in just fine where the ps4 was um that's gonna that's gonna work out um it 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 worked okay like i think maybe this the, is but the, you, you didn't have a half step console you went from a baseline playstation 4 to a ps5 4K this is gaming. the first time 4k gaming 
right? Yeah, I don't, I don't apparently don't have a 4K TV, so no. Oh I'm not, damn! I'm not 4K gaming. I'm HDR gaming all day long, but I am not 4K. Okay, gaming, which is fine. It's I, yeah. they, the games. The games look pretty. Um, I, but even before I plugged it in, like the setup stuff, I thought was was relatively easy. Uh, yep. The only real thing I I caught a snag into was was trying to get both of those consoles, the PS4 and the PS5, hooked up to the same network, uh, yeah. so they could like start transferring stuff over. Um, and and part of that was because I thought my PS4 was on my Wi-Fi and it wasn't. It was on. It was on I've your got, waifu. Uh, no, no. <laughs> we need to put. We need to stop. We need to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was like on some weird wired land thing that I, it's, it's complicated. We won't get into it, but the, the idea, I finally got him hooked up to the same thing. And I thought, you know what? This is pointless anyway. I don't want to transfer all this shit over. I starting clean is fine. So then I didn't even do it anyway. Uh, so I had a bunch of shit downloading. Most of it is downloaded. I think I'm on to like the last three things. I've got wasteland three downloading, uh, sound, sound shapes, and jazz punk director's cut. Uh, okay. So uh, once those are finished, then I'll be then I'll be done. But I, I finished that hundred gig cyberpunk download. I apparently had purchased Persona Five Royale, and I did not know that I had done that. So I've downloaded that now. Hey, I don't shit know happens. If I'm, who who knows when I'm going to play a hundred hour RPG like that again? But you know, screw it. <laughs> um, and then yes, I downloaded the Destiny. And yeah. uh, I I think because I knew that it was going to be a pain in the ass, that that helped me. I, I was prepared yeah. for that. I didn't just pick the first option that showed up. I, I kind of scoured around. I tried different things. I looked at different things before I even hit download. At one point, it did try to download two versions of Destiny 2 at the same time. Oh, God. And, one of, and they were yeah. both like almost the same size it was like 0.2 gigs off and Damn it. i i wondered like i don't know is the larger one the ps5 version like surely surely 0.2 gigs it's the same a- size as your console so yes <laughs> yeah um anyway uh, apparently it's not like the smaller one is actually the ps5 <laughs> which what <laughs> that doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense um but I think the the way I found to do it was when I or the the way that worked for me, I went to the PlayStation Store. I went to the Beyond Light Deluxe Edition, which I which I owned, and yep. when I when I went through it that way, it started downloading just one one copy, and when I got that copy finished downloading, I looked at it and said, "You have the PS5 version." So that that was my way of getting oh, cool. it to work. I. Who knows? Hey, it worked. I didn't have to download two versions of Destiny, which is great. And I believe I have all the content. Nice. Well, and, we should test that out soon. Yeah, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about Destiny coming up because other people have played it. Uh, I didn't play much of it at all, but I did go into the tower, um, and I, it it loads better. <laughs> it loads way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's so nice. It's so nice. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that was great. And then I got to the tower and started walking around and went, whoa, this feels this feels weird. This is yeah. like, wait, wait a minute. Like, I'm not I'm not a frame guy. I've never been 
Like, oh, I need the frame rate. Unless to be they're good. on Sabusa's face. I, God damn it! <laughs> I've never been. Uh, I've never been a guy who's cared about resolution all that much. Like, I I want the game to have a cool art style, and I want it to run. Those those are like the two things I want. It's it's fine. I've I've played so many things in thirty frames a second. It's okay. I I'm fine with that. And then when you go to sixty. And you like move that cursor around, or you move your character, my my Titan around, and and just go. Oh, it's like almost swimmy because mm-hmm. it's yeah. too smooth. It's like this yeah. is this is weird. I know I've played games in sixty frames a second before. I've played racing games, which are almost always in sixty. I've played fighting games, which are almost always in sixty. Sure. But there was there was something about hey, I just played Destiny like two nights ago on the PS4. Yeah. And I have that in my head. And now I'm yeah. playing it on the PS5, and this is just comparatively different and yeah. weird, but but better, better. Yeah. It's just going to take yeah. like a little bit of getting used to for me because right now it just doesn't feel like Destiny at all. Yeah, I think that when you get into like even something like the Crucible, the movement there will be markedly different for you. But the load times, especially on that game, well, they were pretty bad before this and like when yeah. i hopped over to pc and i got destiny there i i think i've told you multiple times like hey if i just need to go and like run like planet to planet doing like fetch quest shit like i'm doing it on my pc because it loads so much faster and it it cuts out a lot of the the bullshit but with the playstation 5 and even the xbox one for that matter or i'm sorry the xbox series s or x um it's really the graphics that happen the field of view stuff you get the 120 hertz and, and crucible, like all those things are such a quality of life upgrade that I it's I think it's one of the reasons that we'll talk about it later that like why Johnny's playing so much Destiny right now outside of it being a fun game, like the hardware makes it that much better now. It just sings. And it's so yeah, it's an absolute joy to play. On this I will new, say this one one tiny issue with uh, Destiny and it's now good load times is I would use that time when I would be switching yep. characters. So I'm I'm doing this thing where I go into the new raid and I uh, and I get the cheater chest so I can get some of these spoils of war so I can get some of these nice weapons. We don't need to get into that stuff, but it requires me to use all three of my characters and run this really quick thing. So I I need to have the best equipment on those characters to get to deep uh, to get my light level high enough to take on like the the small challenge that that shows up at the beginning of that raid, and that means I need to transfer those weapons over to those characters, and to change character and get back into the raid and get the raid started where I can actually move my character. It's so quick, I don't have enough time to transfer my weapons through the Destiny Two Companion app and get them equipped to my character before I'm down there so my power weapon had no ammo because I had because I switched my power weapon and when you switch power weapons it it uh, it was it was bad and I went oh no I missed the load times oh my uh, god yeah that's a very specific issue uh, that will not be a big deal but for this one instance, it's like, oh no, the load times are too fast. This is bad. So uh, is that is that the only thing that you've played, or is there a game that you've played the most on on your PlayStation Five? Yeah, I, I've played I played Astrobot or Astro's Playroom. Okay, that's uh, that's the game. I think was that my. How, how do you feel about it? Was that my 
was my backlog game of the year or like what game I wanted to play in 2020 yeah. but mm-hmm. couldn't something like that. I think that was I think that was the one. It was either that or no, it was Umarangi Generations. But this was like right behind it, and uh, it's 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 kind it's kind of what I thought it would be in in a great way. It's it's exactly yeah. what I'm looking for. It's a it's a fun little game that is all charm. That is all. Um, I, I, I'm I'm not the biggest PlayStation fan. I the PSP right. was my first PlayStation console, and and I bought a PS2 and a PS3 way after they came out just to try like the one or two games I wanted to play for them. Um, and it wasn't until the PS4 that that kind of became like I became a Sony guy in terms of consoles. And and yet going through these areas, and I've gone through three of them so far. I've been doing one a night. Just so I don't okay. burn through all of it. So I did Cooling Springs, I did the the Jungle one, and I just did the SSD Super Highway or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. And uh, and like all of them have some really fun little design stuff to it. Uh, I love the way that the controller stuff works. But when it comes to the nostalgia, looking at seeing those characters, like the little camera Astrobot dudes yep. that are looking at these little scenes that they've created. I, I am getting that nostalgia for something that I never really even played. Like I yeah. on I was on the SSD Highway one and like saw Ratchet and it's like oh it's Ratchet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't fucking care about Ratchet. I've never played a yeah, Ratchet but still game. Still it's I don't Ratchet. Care. Still yeah, it's Ratchet. Uh, it's like oh that's so cool. That's uh, it's uh, you know the girl from the Gravity Rush. You know, I know the name, probably. I don't know the name. Uh, but, like, she's just on the side here doing cool gravity stuff. It's like, I never played that game. I own right. I, I actually own Gravity Rush. I've never played it, though, um, on my Vita, my PlayStation nice. Vita. And uh, I was like, oh, that's that. It's that girl. That's so cool. There's there's Dante uh, keeping, keeping this other Joker-looking astrobot up in the air by shooting... These uh, these like paintball pellets at it. It's like, oh, that's so cool. This is this is all great. I took my very first screenshot on my on my PS5, and it was me in a boat with a uh, with an angry god man and his his trickster son. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It was it was, it was the god it was the god of war. If you guys didn't know. Was, oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's okay. Cool. He's in. I'm hip now. Yeah. Um, and it's like this is this is really really neat. I, I thought all of that stuff was is really well done. And then going to the the PlayStation Labo, which is the only thing that's really weird, is that you're going to a thing called Labo. It's like that's Nintendo. I, I know what it means. I yeah. know why they did it. But also like you guys right. should have like that's the one thing you should have changed. Um, but seeing those consoles that you that you get, finding the artifacts in the in the stages, going to that uh, kind of gumball machine and and opening up those things. Uh, I got a PSP Go. And I was like, oh fuck, this is so god. This was like one of the coolest looking systems ever that I never yeah. owned because it would be so stupidly impractical at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, but still. Also, still, I'll, I probably will still end up buying one of those at some point on eBay if if I can find one for relative cheapness. Um, but yeah, it's it's really neat to to go through and to get these these pieces of of hardware that are that are from the past and they're in such detail and i love the the barcodes having having playstation names of executives and and designers and people who worked on on playstation stuff in the past i think all that's really cool and then i haven't even gotten to the controller and we've all talked about the controller we don't need to get into it uh, but 
fuck, it's good. <laughs> it's so Great. good. Holy shit, that's good. It's, it's the best only control. One I've bad ever thing reached. about it that it's not on the Xbox. What what are, what's your what's your beef? What's it's white. Oh, Thanks. it's no, it's great. You shut your mouth. No. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Make it blue, you cowards. It's it, it feels it feels so good. And and the two the two quick things I want to mention about the controller. One is those adaptive triggers, which you mm-hmm. you get to feel right away with the the tutorial thing where you do the the kind of rocket boosters on it, and those just feel it's it's. It's just an incredible feeling to go from like, oh yeah, these these triggers feel nice and springy, and then you feel that resistance, and you go, wait, what? Yeah. Holy shit! And I even knew it was gonna do this, and I was like, this feels yeah. weird and awesome, and it's so cool, and I can't wait. Isn't to see. it so weird at first? Yeah, it feels super yeah, weird. It 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 did feel like something like on my DualShock fours uh, when I was uh, a, a much angrier gamer, and and potentially uh, allegedly. Um, treated Allegedly. treated my controller relatively poorly. Like there'd be a time where your where your triggers would get stuck, and it's like, oh, that that's wrong. I've got to open this up and like click something back into place. And it feels like that where it's like, oh, it's stuck. But then it's like, no, it's not stuck. You just need to pull harder and pull through that. And that's it's meant to do that, and it feels great. Ah, oh, it's so fucking cool. Um, so that yep. part that part was great. And then the other part, and this was a story that you mentioned. When, when you first played the game and went to Cooling Springs and then did that, uh, you're, you're walking into the fan that is just blowing the sand at you. And when you were talking about it feels like grit. It, you can mm-hmm. feel you can yeah. feel that just through the controller. And it's like, that's, come on, come on, Bobby. I, I've lived through the, the Nintendo Switch HD rumble bullshit. Uh, like this I, is- I know, the ice cubes swinging, man like whatever like even even during the tutorial stuff when i'm doing like the jet boosters it's like yeah this feels kind of rumbly but it's just rumble you know that's that's fine it's just the way the rumble feels in this controller and then you get to that point and you you feel the difference between walking on the planks of the dock and walking on the sand Mm -hmm. of the beach and then once you get to that area where the sand is blowing at you and you really do like there's no other word for it you feel that grit that is just hitting you and I'm like, this is, this feels game changing in a way yeah. that VR has not felt game changing to me. That that's exactly uh, how I felt about it. That uh, motion controls didn't feel game changing yeah. to me. It's it's one of the things that I think is maybe the most. It's the most I've felt um, immersed in a game mm-hmm. in a very long time, just because it's such a a new but familiar sensation. And and they just nail it. They they really hit it out of the park. Yeah. It's and it's why I think it's the most next gen game out there. I, I yeah. full heartedly believe that Astro's Playroom is the most next gen thing that you can experience right now. And and the only thing, my fingers are crossed, that because Microsoft doesn't have this technology yet, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll copy it and say we have our own HD Rumble. Whatever they put the a survey out today for it. Sure, and and I hope they do because. What I want is developers to take advantage of this. And if it's only on one console, there's less of a chance yeah. of that happening. And so that's my that's my worry, is that developers are going to go, sure. you know what? It's a fair, it's, fair it's, worry. It's extra work. It's too hard. We've got, we've got enough trouble trying to fix all of our bugs. Uh, or if you're uh, CD Projekt Red saying, fuck it, just put it out anyway, but we don't have time to make that other feature. Um, huh. Yeah, got him. <laughs> got him um, deep fucking burn 
but yeah, I, I hope people take advantage of these of the features of the controller because I really do think it I, is. I hope incredible. it comes over to PC. Like, I'd love to use that controller, or I'll get another one. But I want to have a dedicated DualSense 5 on my PC, and I would love to see the developers be able to use that technology on PC gaming. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that's, um, that's a lot of talking for me. Um, and I'm sure... But I you're can, enjoying it. Thanks for yeah, good. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying it. I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm looking forward to playing other games on this. Uh, I've got Bug Snacks downloaded. And then, was it today or yesterday that was the first day of the new PlayStation Plus games? Yesterday so, was. Uh, Apparently also, that Manhunter version is pretty good. Maneater, yeah. Um, yeah, Maneater, the, sorry. The Shark game. And that's, that's also a PS5 exclusive. Well, it's on PS4, but the PlayStation Plus version is PS5 exclusive. Um, so I, I added that to my library, and who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try these as well. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of games on it. Chase, really looking forward to playing. Let me tell you about Bug Snacks. I finally got around to playing that game. Yeah. Um, I will come right out and say it. I think Bug Snacks is all right. I want to eat those bugs, and I want to have <laughs> weird fucking toes and fingers. Mm. Mm. Go on. Um, I want to have a fucking curly fry arm and i want a goddamn spare rib kneecap Bobby, i want that's, all that's the, basically how you live your life right now i want to be a fucking mcrib mm. oh so you're you're only available like once every two years yeah i want i want to be available every once every two years and i want to be a lot softer than what you think i would be um oh, so god oh no um bug snacks <laughs> is it's totally my shit Okay, uh, it's in, in some ways it's Pokemon, in some ways it's Pokemon Snap, and some even more ways it's Ooblets. But it's uh, all bug snacks. And it's it's all bug snacks. Like, but you're not fighting. Think, you're not fighting these things. Like you mentioned too, like monster no. collecting, monster battling games, and this is this is more on the Pokemon Snap version of you take you take photos of these things. You I guess you do capture them in some sense, but you're not. I, I guess I would like to see let me let me throw this out there. I would love to see some of the strategy and catching the bug snacks brought over to a Pokemon game. I love the the puzzle aspect, the solving the problem versus just beating down a Pokemon and throwing a ball at it. Like there's some really clever things that they're doing when it comes to cap- capturing the bug snacks. And so for those that aren't uh, familiar with bug snacks, uh, you are a journalist that ends up on this particular island uh, as there is a uh, individual on the island that has been uh, missing or has gone missing and you, you're trying to hunt them down and locate them and you are sent there um, by your boss. Uh, you end up encountering the phenomenon of bug snacks and people's obsession with them, but also uh, you are dealing with some some humans or people or whatever you want to call them that are going through some shit in their life. And so in the midst of that, you're doing fetch quests for people. Uh, the way that works, you have a journal or kind of like a Pokedex where you open up your Pokemon Snap camera. Uh, you take a photograph of a bug snack. It tells you a little bit about the bug snack, how it can be caught, where you can expect from it. And then uh, you've got some tools that you can use in various ways to catch it. And there is a Metroidvania quality to this game. Uh, it seems like you're going to be going back and forth between some of the areas once you get more tools uh, or some of those tools evolve. But the the really cool thing about it, they'll be like, hey, I want a new haircut. So if you can find this particular bug snack, uh, that would be awesome because then it would give me this haircut that I'm wanting. And so you they don't really give you 
much direction on like, hey, go look over here. It's all really about just this organic sense of discovery when you're when you're going through it. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the problems that the people are having because I do think that there's some pretty human things. Like I think when we talk about categories like games that make you feel like there's people who are going through things, um, relationship problems, acceptance yeah, like, problems. Despite looking like a kid's game, it's yeah. the content can occasionally be very much not, or at least it's not at least mature. At least somebody who. Um, at least mature in a way that people who are more mature can understand and appreciate those themes and maybe a kid can still get totally. something out of it too. I'm thinking like when you go back and watch the Rugrats or something like that. It's like the parents uh, can I, see some of the yeah. inside jokes that are happening or or some of the actual drama that's going on even though the kids like the babies. I would like this is by it's nowhere near this type of humor. But if you remember that early 2000s show uh, Wonder Chosen. Yeah, but the name's it, familiar. I mm-hmm. don't know if I ever it's basically it looks like Sesame Street, but it's like grotesque, like fucking off the wall Tim and Eric type mm. weird shit. I mean, it's there's, there's that YouTube thing that's the don't what's it don't touch me I'm scared something like that. That that gets I've not heard of that. Uh, it, that's like Muppet stuff except it gets super fucked up. You okay, watch, you should watch some of those. The computer one is very good. Okay, <laughs> I'll check that out. Um, but yeah, so you're getting quests like, hey, I I need these bug snacks and you'll find them for me. And once you do that, there's a feeding thing that happens. And when you're, what you're trying to do is get everybody back to the town because one of the first people you encounter is the mayor. Um, the community's in fucking shambles. And so he's like, if you get everybody to come back and hang out here, that would be great. We got to get people here. So you're, you're going to the varying parts of the Island and you're trying to convince people to come back. And it really results in you like, Hey, do, do this for me. Do that for me. You're helpful. You know what you're doing. Um, Feed me bug you, snacks. You have an allergy to bug snacks, so you don't eat them yourself. Um, so you just collect these in your backpack, and you can give them to people. Uh, but there's things that will affect it. Time of day, weather, location. Those things definitely impact on it. But certain bugs have... Uh, they enjoy certain condiments like ketchup, where other bugs hate it. One bug snack might make another bug snack scared. And that all plays to your advantage. So like, you have a trap that you throw out. When you highlight a bug with your camera, you're going to see its pattern, how it's moving. And then you can place your trap accordingly. But sometimes that bug will just knock your trap out of the way. So you have to figure out how to make it work. And I'm not going to go into specifics because solving this game has been really enjoyable for me. Like trying to figure out how it works without referencing other guides. And just like knowing. Because like most games that are Metroidvania make it very clear. Like, oh, you don't have what you're going to need to do this. And... This one doesn't quite hold your hand at degree, but like somebody be like, oh, you might have to trip that if you want it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know how to trip this thing. Yeah, but I, I do like that they they feel pretty natural uh, in yeah. some sense. Like you mentioned, like the condiment stuff, like what likes ketchup? Oh, like burgers. Burgers like ketchup. Fries like ketchup. Yeah, maybe, maybe I can catch snacks like that with with this ketchup or like and also just like not from the food stuff, but from the actual creatures like that burger thing uh like charges at you i was like oh how could i use this charge that this how could i use the idea that this thing charges in interesting ways how can i lure things to different things and and maybe some interactions will happen that way and and i think that stuff is all really really cool um bobby question for you we had a, a segment we had a category on our game of the year episode that yeah. was like the best non-Pokemon Pokemon thing, whatever. And uh, and it was really kind of a two-horse race between Temtem's things and Ooblet's things. 
none of us yeah. played Bug Snacks. Do you think yeah. any Bug Snacks could have competed for that title that you've seen so far? There's some pretty good Bug Snacks, guys. Strawberry's uh, pretty good. Um, I love the name Shishka Bug. I think yeah. that's fucking fantastic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um. There's there's one bug that's just a fucking bag of pretzels. That's all it is. This dry ass bag of pretzels hanging on the side of a wall. That guy rules. But it's more the naming conventions that I like a whole lot, and like yeah. they're very cute. And the uh, this is a good opportunity to say that the voice acting in the game is incredible. But the voice acting done for the bug snacks is even better. They, it's they're like Pokemon from the Pokemon anime, where they say their own yes. name, right? Ah, oh, yes. so good. That's all they do. Bunger, 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 bunger. Or sweetie pie. Oh, now sweetie we got to put the explicit pie. tag on this it's, on this podcast. It's so go good. Uh, I gotta play this game. And so I um the next game I'm gonna talk about I was really wanting to play and I was a little bit down that I didn't have somebody to play it with. And so I found myself I needed to play something else. I decided to play some bug snacks and that was uh I'm happy I did. I'm I'm a little disappointed I waited so long. Not that it would have been on my top 10 for, for last year, but I do think that there probably would have been some moments that I would have talked about for sure, or at least give some recognition to it there. Hmm. Bobby, I've hmm. got a question looking at the rest of the games on, on this list. Um, you know, you are, yeah. you don't have a lot of, a lot of hair up top. You do have some hair like on the, on the chin, chinish area. Yeah. Uh, you're yeah. wearing, you're wearing glasses. You're, uh, yeah. you're a host of a podcast. Did, did yeah. you just become Vinny Caravella when I wasn't looking? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're playing Snacks. I'm looking at the other two games here. The other three <laughs> games, honestly. It's like, I think you've just become Vinny Caravella. <laughs> yeah. If I, Less that is maybe the night. Like, that is, Vinny is a saint, in my opinion. I don't think that there's many people walking the earth today that are as nice as Vinny and as, as wholesome as Vinny and... If he's ever listening to the show, I, I appreciate what Vinny does and can only aspire to be as good at this as he is. But yeah, you, you didn't see Abby's farewell video. If uh, he's not as he's not as wholesome as you think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm not either. I played fucking Satisfactory. Um, so did that I. game, Johnny. I, I pressured you into this game. I pressured Chase into. Pressured me. I've been uh, toying with the idea of buying this game for a long time, and you so, you gave me that final push I needed. Epic had this game deeply discounted, and they had that limitless $10 off coupon for anything that was $14.99 or above. So this game was on sale for $23.99 on the Epic Game Store. You could get it for $13.99. I decided I'd buy it at that. Uh, the premise for Satisfactory, for anybody who doesn't know, it's an early access game. Uh, it was exclusive to the Epic Game Store. It's now on Steam as well. It does have cross-play between the two on PC. Um, it is an open-world uh factory building simulator that has some minor combat minor exploration aspects to it is this the, i would definitely is this the 3d one yeah okay yeah because factorio it's so good factorio yes. is the 2d top-down one okay yeah. yes so this one is like visually i would say it, it leans more towards a no man's sky if you're mm-hmm. like kind of going that direction with it um Chase, what I'm about to say might entice you with it. I honestly, Chase, I think that you could find some fun in this game for sure. Uh, but I've watched a lot of video of this game. I know that I would like it, but I also know that I don't want to spend the time that I would want to spend on that game. Oh, right. Chase. Oh, sweet so, Chase. So 
This also has, in my opinion, Johnny, I haven't brought this up to you. There is something SimCity-esque to this game when it comes to laying out and uh, like how the sausage gets made here and just the way that you can frame up and grid out all the shit for what you're doing. Like the way that you would want to have like certain things by water in SimCity and how you want to make sure that mm-hmm. you have roadways that can move stuff around. Like, oh, when yeah, you fir- definitely. Like there's a, there's a lot of that, like... There's more of that mindset for me than like the Minecraft mindset of like, let me go harvest these resources. Let me craft this down. Let me build this out here. The thing that really I struggled with playing games like Animal Crossing, playing games like Stardew Valley, playing games like Deep Rock even, where it's very much like hand driven. Like I am carving this out. I need to get 15 stones. I need to do this. The whole concept of Satisfactory is to scale quickly. And they make it very easy to do that. Like one of the first things that you get from a recipe is an auto miner. And that auto miner can be dropped on. Like if you find like an iron ore core, you go and you break it down. It's now in your, in your, you've got the crumbles of it, but where it laid, there's still a platform. So I can drop that auto miner and every 60 seconds, it has a hundred iron ore now. Well then let that run for a few minutes. I've got enough that I can progress the, the, the quest to the next step which gives me another tool that would be uh, a smelter. So now I have this thing that's bringing it in. I can dump it into there. It's automatically making these into uh, ingots for me. And so now I've got those going. Well, then I'm like, well, I'm I'm wasting time going over here and grabbing them out of this. I can put a conveyor belt to this. And it's going to automatically take it to a storage shed for me. So then I can just go to that storage shed by my base, grab those out of it, and now I can go and make these into whatever they need to be. Mm-hmm. Well, then you get that scaled even more so but what what if you yeah. could put what if you put that conveyor belt directly to your smelter so then it's making those iron ingots automatically and mm-hmm. then those can mm-hmm. go to your storage shed yes or those yes. can go to a different thing yes like now yeah, you get yeah. it i know i got it before i <laughs> it scares me it scares me how much i would tinker and play with the correct positions of all these things. I yes. love. I love the like the first thirty minutes of of a uh, SimCity game because I like that idea of planning something ahead, of, planning something out, and then starting to put the roads to it. It's like okay, here's the industrial section that's going to be over here. Then I'm going to have some residences and some and some commercial areas that are over here. And this game would be mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Of like, okay, I know I have this iron over here, so I need to make sure this conveyor belt goes this way. But I know I'm going to put this other conveyor belt here, so I don't want it to cross paths. Yep. Oh, it, yeah, like that's. So I, cool, I have been playing by myself. I cannot do it. I convinced Johnny to come over, and we opened up the BJ factory. And the BJ factory has been pumping out iron left and right yeah. on the opening planet. It was phenomenal. And I'll tell you what was really cool about it is that when I was by myself, there was some idle times like, okay, I've got three plots around where I'm at. Like one's copper, one's going to be limestone, another one's going to be iron. And early in the game, when I was first discovering this before watching some videos, I was like, okay, let me go get my auto miners. I was having a great time doing it. But when Johnny came over, I was like, all right, like, how can we start to be even more efficient? And like, Johnny was looking at things much different than I was, but there was like a workbench. He's like, hey, I just built another workbench. So now we both can do these things. But I would go out and collect resources. He was working on building them out. And we hit this cadence with one another, like, not even trying it, where we were just like shooting the shit, having a good time talking. And next thing you know, like there's conveyor belt swinging over here. I'm bringing it. Johnny's grabbing it, moving it. Dude, I think that we played for two and a half hours and it felt like 20 minutes. It, yeah, it was it, no time at all had passed. 
and yet and it was some of the most fun almost, I've had just yeah. like getting caught up in that and like chase what you were describing like it was just pumping all the chemicals in my brain I was having so much fun with it I hope like hell this game hits 1.0 this year um I, I the roadmap seems pretty impressive I, I mentioned I played bug snacks because because of this but I wanted to play more of it. Like I was thinking about it all day. I'm like, I can't wait to get back to the BJ factory with Johnny and play this and like have this yeah. stuff going. And then Johnny, Johnny's playing weird I've, shit. So I've heard that the, <laughs> I've heard that the BJ factory sucks, but I, can you guys confirm? <laughs> We're not great. Um, we can, we can kind of chug along when needed, but mm. right now it's a bit sloppy. Um, yeah, we've I would got, say, uh, we more blow than, uh, Wow, this is not what I was expecting from I, the and title. I, I just remember when Johnny said, it. "Yeah, remember when Johnny said we we don't we aren't a blue podcast. We we are. It's we're not just our microphones podcast. that are blue." Uh, <laughs> Satisfactory is an incredible well played, game, sir. Chase. I I know what would happen if you played a game like this because uh-huh. I think that our, our our brains are wired similarly in that degree that like we would lose ourselves in this. It's the same reason I don't play Minecraft. I can't. I cannot let myself do that. But the chase, but you know how fucking good it feels when it's like, hey, dump these resources and it's going to kick over to the next tier and you're going to unlock all these new things you can build. I know exactly how good it feels and <laughs> I can't allow myself to do that. Is see, <laughs> Chase already has a game like that. It's called Destiny. No, well, um, I mean, Chase, Chase has a history of like every day after middle school coming home and just building huge Lego scenes on my pool table that never got used for pool. Like it was, it was all, it was all I thought about was like putting little bricks on things and going, oh, what if yeah, this man. thing was over here? And like, oh, what if I coded, color coded these things? And like, no, I cannot, I cannot do that, Johnny. I can't Chase, be part of that again. You build a fucking space elevator in this I, game. I know. I've seen the space elevator, and it looks very All cool. Right. And I know I would love it. And I, I have put the brakes on. I cannot do Quit. it. Well, let he me. Can't Bobby? He can't here, do it. As I wrap up my segment, it, you know, nothing gold can stay. And I convinced Johnny to trade a soul for a soul. And it's true. I'm very unhappy about this. I am too. I am pissed. So I've avoided, like the plague, playing Demon Souls, even though I had it for free thanks to my cousin. I don't like Souls games. You should know this by now. But Johnny, hey, I didn't want to put this in our group chat because it's been toxic to talk about this game with you and other fa- uh, foundations but there's this like magic class that if you would if you would play as it I think that you would actually find something you like here. No, no 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 that is not how I positioned play it. Cheap. Uh, it's in the game. You can literally walk around it's with your the shield game. up and if something jumps out it won't scare you and you can hit it with magic. No no no, it, no I didn't say that. It scare you. No I look uh, you walk around with your shield up so you can block that initial attack because these games like to be sneaky. And, you know, anyway, go on, Bobby. I'm, I'm sorry. So I, to- I decided to check this game out. I have heard from a um, few sources that this is the definitive next generation experience. If you're going to have a PlayStation or, or one of the new Xboxes, well, you can't play it on the Xbox. But I've heard that Demon Souls on the PlayStation 5 is it. Like, that's the tits, right? That's the one to check out. And yeah. so I I fire it up, and I, I create my character, 
which was pretty cool. The character creation is, is well done in that game. You, you did quite a good job of uh, <laughs> you did. Re- recreating Bobby Pease in Demon Souls. <laughs> Royal Bobby Pease, mm-hmm. please. Um, I can't I can't sit back and, and give anything that is a fair criticism of this game other than I just don't like the formula. And I, that's, I know... That's totally fair. I mean, for me, it was more... This is one of the only truly PlayStation 5 exclusive experiences that you can have next to Astrobot. And next to Miles Morales. Yeah, and visually well, not, speaking. And Bugs next. Yeah. Also on PS4. I think it's more just and PC. seeing the design and, and the care that was put into yeah. it, even if you don't necessarily like That's the game undeniable. itself. That's undeniable. Um, so that was, that was, it, my, it was the lowest it, pressure it, sales pitch that you could ever make for a game. Well, cause he um, already, I, well, also because he already owned it. Like you, you already, like yeah. you said, you already had it yeah, because of your cousin. You're fair. not, you're not out sixty or God, fuck. Games are seventy now. Fuck that. Um, I, so what I'll say is, it. I played as a royal. It's fine. It's it's fine. I, I, I parried somebody. I stabbed him. I said, "Parry this, you fucking stabbed." Casual. You should okay, be using okay, soul okay, arrow wait, wait, wait. forever. <laughs> when you parried them, and you got the, uh, was that not an extremely satisfying feeling? It was very satisfying because I finally killed something before it could kill me in one of these games. And then I get to the door. I'm like, all right, I got my momentum. I've knocked out five or six skeletons. I got my magic wand. I can shoot lightning bolts. I'm fucking, I am, I am the death dealer. And I walked to the door and there was this fucking boss that was like four times the size of me. I was ready to do my parry attack on. I had mastered this. He comes up one fucking hit on toast just toast and that was it was that tower knight or was that one of the i think many that was at the beginning many other bosses was that the that beginning came. of the game when you were supposed to die and <laughs> be sent to the nexus yeah i just you know i ended up going to the nexus um i've played a little bit past the nexus and i you know look, I, I don't have a strong desire to go back and check it out i i can say that i've played demon souls it's a very pretty game it uses some of the dual sense stuff very well uh, I didn't see a whole lot with the activity section on it, um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, that's it for me. I I am a bug snacking, satisfactory, loot and shooting destiny play, destiny player that has the soul of a demon now. I don't think that'll fit in our title. <laughs> yeah, it's too long for a title. Um, Johnny, you haven't yeah. been doing shit. No, not a, I haven't been playing yeah. anything at all. Um, I've been playing a lot of video games since the last time that we talked about the games oh, that we've been playing. Welcome, change of One, pace. One, two, I three, four, finished five, a video six, game. Seven, eight. Oh, you did. I was gonna say, how many of these are you gonna? He finished the short one. I'm. I will finish <laughs> one of these other games at least that I've been playing. Uh, so yeah, I have been very busy. I got a PS5. Uh, so I've been spending a lot of time playing that. Uh, I got Spider-Man Miles Morales. I got Demon Souls uh, because as the Resident Souls fan of this podcast, of course I did. I got a, a gift card from my in-laws that I used to purchase that. Uh, I played Astro, which is fantastic, and a bunch of other shit. And so let's let's just run down the list here. So, uh, Bobby, you talked about Spider-Man Miles Morales a bit mm-hmm. last month, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That game... Man, I think Miles is so much more fun to play uh, than Pete was in the 2018 Spider-Man game. Uh, yep. 
even though not to knock that game because I, I love that game a whole lot. Um, but I think the added uh, invisibility and the, the bioelectric, bioelectricity power that Miles has uh, makes him feel different enough that the combat, despite, you know, largely being the same, uh, you know, still feels pretty fresh. And you're able to, to uh, you know, use stealth differently than you did in the last game and i think I, like the strongest case for this game really i think is the story um that it tells it's i don't know bobby what do you what do you think do you think for miles i think this is a game that really explores heart and yeah. i do think that mechanically it's a superior game to the the prior one um but at this point in time in my in my life i've seen three different peter parkers on the big screen mm-hmm. i've seen the origin story Two of those three times, I've I've read comics. I've played as Peter Parker in a handful of other Spider-Man video games, and then two years ago now, I got to experience Miles Morales for the first time with Into the Spider Verse, which is and, so good, which was incredible. And I immediately walked out of it and said, like, I would love to have that as a video game. And here and we then, have a Miles Morales video game. So yeah. getting to go a little bit deeper with some of the sideline characters in his world and exploring further things about his relationships more intimately than I mean, not that they don't do a good job in into the spider-verse but there's also a shared there's a lot of spider-man in there. and they're also like telling him telling a story in like an hour and a half where this is a yeah game that yeah is, you know yeah totally quite a bit yeah, this is this is a, a very wholesome heartfelt journey uh into somebody discovering more about themselves and not that yeah. peter parker hasn't had that but certainly not this peter, peter parker was more seasoned and you know, yeah, no, he's he's been Spider-Man for a while, and he's much yeah. more confident. He's had his powers. He knows how to deal with them. Uh, this is a Miles that is, you know, still learning to deal with what it means to be a superhero. And uh, Pete is mentoring him in a lot of ways. And uh, Peter goes away, and as you would expect to happen in a superhero story, there's some crazy shit going down uh, in Harlem, the new neighborhood where Miles is living with his mom. Uh, after uh, you know his his dad has passed away in that first game, um, and he's just learning to deal with what it means to be a superhero, and he has some people very close to him who know his secret identity. That I think the relationship between him and uh, is it Packy? Is that his friend? I think um, he's a close buddy who acts like um, who's. He- He's Who's your Kataba. Yeah. Or he's, in, he's uh, in the Arkham games. Uh, Oracle. What's her name? Oracle. He's like your Oracle. So uh, Miles is going in places and he's talking with his buddy. And he's like, hey, can you get into this thing for me? And he's like, yeah, let me hack into it right now. And, you know, it's lots of uh, goofy, like, Hollywood ideas of what hacking and, and stuff like that is where it just kind of works like magic. Um and, you know, mechanically, they think they do a really good job of making him feel different than Peter did in the game in 2018, especially with the animations that play as he's swinging. Like, you can tell this is a less experienced, less confident Spider-Man, uh, you know, as he's kind of, you know, awkwardly sometimes swinging through the city. Um, Johnny, you have 30 other games to talk about tonight. <laughs> yeah. One question, though, for yeah. you. Uh, you guys both know that I did not like that Spider-Man game on PS4. 
do you think there's enough here that's different that's better you both said that it's better than that game do you think yeah that it's enough that i should seek that out and give that a shot i uh, think yes yeah simply simply put chase because of the activities where you can just load up and essentially like anything that would come up for a side quest you hit your tile for activities and it takes you right to that moment yeah mm-hmm. I've heard about that. Like it's yeah, that's like awesome. better than the fast travel that's in that game because the load times are just nothing. Yeah, yeah, it just brings you right there. You can knock out that stuff and you know get and new skills and whatnot. Um, I think that you will like Miles as a better character. I, f- I think you'll find it more interesting. Oh, and I I'm think sure. That- my my problem with the original, with not the original, but the Spider-Man game that came out for PS4 is the combat. I did not find that combat to be fun at all. I don't know if the combat is different enough. Yeah, but there. But there is a lot more. There's another layer to it with the yeah, venom with, powers that mm-hmm. are very much into it. Well, this one is cheaper, um, and you know, if this goes on sale, I could see myself purchasing. I, yeah, I would I, think it yeah. will soon. I would think that it would definitely be worth checking out, and it's a short enough experience that you know, even if you're not digging the combat, I think the story is worth seeing. Yeah, um, like I, I could see this like coming to PlayStation Plus like in six months to a year. Yeah, for sure. Um, aside from that. I've been playing uh, like kind of sporadically because thanks to the generosity of my friends, uh, Hyrule, Warrior, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And that yeah. game is so much fun. Um, I, I'm still... It's nice that your friends could get you a, a good game that you like. And yeah. Not, and not 2020's most disappointing game of Look, Chase, <laughs> hindsight is 2020. Yeah, uh, literally. You're goddamn um, right. <laughs> um this game is great i my man a fantastic time with it uh it's one of the it's become the game that when i'm just down in the basement uh hanging out uh you know Misty's maybe watching tv next to me i will pull my switch off the dock i'll knock out a level in hyrule warriors um and who's the best character in that game johnny uh impa Correct. is best yeah. girl obviously right. yep. uh, i haven't seen her drop frogs yet uh, I watched I watched some other people play that game, and they just didn't know what they were doing, and and so they were like going through some of the other characters and like oh you know Link's cool you know he, he sword slashes and does some cool stuff. Imp is and Link is like, my least favorite person to play. As agreed, agreed. And then they're like ah, and then there's Impa like I don't really understand Impa like what uh, like some like sometimes and because they just didn't understand how how she worked. And how like the shadow clone stuff worked, and how to get them, and how to keep them, and how to utilize them. Just like I don't know, she's kind of weak, and then like randomly she'll get like some extra copies of her. It's like no, it's not random. You can absolutely control it, and it's rad, and it's so good. What so, are you doing? You can't play this fucking game. <laughs> are you? I know that you were all fans, but just to really chef's kiss this with Impa mm-hmm. later on, beyond dropping the frog, when you have your shadows out. You can get to a point where three frogs emerge and you and two of your shadows ride the frogs oh, through God, everybody. Oh my God. Fuck. Bobby, <laughs> I dropped a frog and I thought, okay, I've seen I've seen the best that this game can get. And yep. and I maybe I don't yep. need to play any more of this despite really liking it. And God damn it, Bobby! Now I have to go play Hyrule. Three frogs running through. (laughs) Uh, The only thing I'll say, Johnny, around Zelda, and this this goes for you too, Chase. For Link, um, I was reading some like pro tips on like navigating through some of the in-game stuff with that, and 
somebody said, hey, it's really easy and understandable that you just want to run through everything with Impa and only play with Impa, which makes sense. I've been but, making myself play with Link so I can level him. Because there's, there's a thing. Well, it's up to you how you go about it. Like you can either use him and bring him into the non-story missions, or you'll eventually, next to the blacksmith, unlock the ability to just dump rupees into characters and upgrade them. That's the levels. what I've done. Yeah. Um, but Link is always going to be the person at every one of the main story things. So they sure. say it's important to like have him kind of sharpened up a bit. And I do like I, him better when I use other weapons with him. He is the only character yeah, who can use other sure. weapons. I like his, uh, I like his uh, spear version a decent amount. Oh, I yeah. think I just equipped him with a spear. And I also don't hate the two-handed sword version, even though it does one of the things I absolutely hate in video games, which is doing stronger attacks that take away part of your health. Uh, that That's kind oh, of... Oh, I thought you were going to say that it does a thing where it deteriorates the weapon. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> It doesn't um, do that though. Does no. It do? No. Yeah. I was. I was. Yeah. I was being. A dick. No, that would be. It's getting tired. It does that. Yeah. The weapons get tired. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, aside from that, also a lot of Destiny Two. Uh, I'm both on my own, playing with you guys, which has been, you know, I usually once a year dump thirty to forty hours into de- into Destiny, um, but it's been an absolute delight to play especially on the PS5 with these super quick load times and like buttery smooth silk, uh, 60 frames a second. Yeah, I mean, I get that shit for free on my Xbox Series X or Xbox One X rather. And I bought the season and the expansion on PS5 so I could play it that way. Yay. I, that, that's how much better of an experience it is. It, it, this has been quite frankly, the I, I didn't want to take away from Johnny because it's more of a, a grandstanding that he's playing this game again. But leading up to game of the year, like this game, Destiny got pushed back. I didn't talk a whole lot about it. Chase had really been playing quite a bit of it. Um, I had put in a couple of hours. Yeah, until I, game of the year. I figured you both were just done. I, I figured out oh, it's back to just me playing Destiny every once in a while, which is fine. I can do that. But it is way more fun when playing with other people. Yeah, totally. it, it's been and it's been a blast. This is the game that like guys. as soon as I, as soon as we hit done on the recording like, all right, I'm going to play some Destiny. And uh, that has been the game. Out of anything I've talked about today, like I've sunk more time into Destiny. Um, I've played this across the board. I've played it remotely on GeForce Now. Like I've been playing a shit ton of it. I'm up to like 1235, 1240 now. Pretty good. Um, um, So like I've ran through it with two characters, having a blast, got some of the new exotics, finally got Thorn. Um, It's no longer in my side. And... Um, having a, a great time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we've talked ad nauseum about Destiny 2. Um, you know, it's. I think this new expansion is fun. I really like the new stasis class and the powers that you get with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to continue playing more of that game with you guys. Uh, I think it's PvP, the best it's been. I, hmm? I agree, but that's because we don't play PvP or care about PvP. Uh, those players seem to get more pissed by the day and are continuing really? to bitch. And yeah, I, a lot of people don't uh, really like stasis in... in uh, well, problem is stasis is too good in PvP, and it's it's making things kind of unfun, and also Bungie continues to So it's making not, an already unfun activity more unfun? Yeah, uh-huh, basically. And, uh, and also Bungie's okay. just not really supporting it with new stuff. Like, it's... It just... People... 
that there have been some well-known Destiny streamers who have said, like, you know what? I'm washing my hands with it. I'm done. Um, and others who are sticking around but, but showing their disappointment. And I'm over here going, like, I don't know. Fuck you guys. This game's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think all no, the stuff in here is rad. <laughs> that's not why I come to Destiny. It's definitely for the PvE uh, and co-op stuff with friends. And Damn. absolutely not for the PvP portion of it, which but I think it, it is has Iron always Banner been week, poor. Though. So we have, yeah, to, we have like to play it, some. It's always been, yeah, the weakest part of that game. And I had to grind some of it to hey, get uh, Hawkmoon. You can get my PvP from my cold stasis hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. I feel like Bobby's that, just, like, over these last handful of weeks, he's just been fishing to to be mm-hmm. the, the title of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're trying too hard. Yeah, a little bit. Um, a little bit. Uh, I'll, try, I'll try harder at the DJ Factory. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> oh, God. Bob and John's Factory. Bob and John's Factory. Um, <laughs> have I been on the podcast since I got a PS4? Or PS5? Don't care. Don't know. Okay. I played Astro's Playroom. It's very cool. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, I've been playing a lot of Among Us with Jude. My son, hang, hang my on. wife, hang on. What? I thought yeah. I thought we had an agreement. Thought we we made a pact. What is this what is this? Really, really bad. What? We, Am I acting a little sus right now? God damn it! We are <laughs> we are an anti Among Us podcast. I don't know. It's probably look. I, I've enjoyed watching some other people play, but also that game. I don't feel like that I need. To play. I mean, Johnny, between Hello Neighbor and Roblox, I just don't know how you've look, done it. This so, game is. So much better than Hello Neighbor. Oh my god, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> it is extremely low bar. So how are you playing I, it? Are you playing it with people you know, or are you playing uh, it just with randos online? Uh, we're it's a combination. So um, I'm playing up here on my computer. Missy's on her phone. Jude's on his iPad, and we will either make a room and then share that code, or one of us will find a room and then share the code with the others. Um, and that ga- that game has some cool things about it. Uh, the level of customization that you can get with the rules, uh, as far as like the distance the imposter can see versus the distance the players can see, the mo- player movement, how many tasks you have to complete each round, and how many, how often you can have meetings and a kill cooldown timer for the imposter. Like it does have some neat things that it does, um, and it can be fun. I don't know if it's as good of a game as it everyone else seems to think it is uh considering it's the most played game in the world apparently uh with like 500 million users or something uh but like you know i I have a a young kid who's loves video games so of course he's gonna be tapped into what all of other the other kids his age are into and he's watching youtube and shit like that and that mm -hmm, is what people are playing these days yeah, and this is a game like he's, Minecraft. He's watching C-SPAN, and AOC is playing Among yeah, Us exactly. on, on fucking TV. He's a huge exact, AOC fan. That's exactly um, what's happening. And Johnny, let me ask you this question, though. Like, yeah. With with uh, a, a younger child, um, mm-hmm. when you're playing... like This game is all about voice chat, right? And it's about lying and... Oh, no. oh wait, you aren't doing You're not it? supposed to talk. It's text. Well, no, no, no. Okay. Well, I've seen people so, play it with... Like they're chatting when, when like you have to deliberate and, and figure out. Who okay. You yeah. Yeah. Uh, the we haven't played with voice chat at okay. all. It's okay. it's been all text. 
you can have it be censored. So if people are using foul language that's blocked out. Cool. Uh, that being said, there still have been some dicey moments that have happened, especially with people's usernames being mm-hmm. pretty inappropriate. Um, or even semi-racist, which, hey, it's it's an online game. There's going to be garbage people on the internet. So, like, my desire to let my kid experience a game that he thinks is interesting and fun versus my desire to shield him from the awfulness of the rest of the world uh, that is laid bare any time that you're interacting with strangers on the internet, yeah. kind of bumping heads there. Sure. Uh, but overall... It's been a pretty positive experience. Um, you know, there are times that he will say, hey, let's play Among Us. And I'm like, hey, I'd rather kill myself. Um, <laughs> but it's still, it's been fun to experience that with him and, and be a part of, you know, what that game has to offer. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, apart from that, I played Satisfactory with Bobby. Um, I put uh, about hour and a half, two hours, into a little game called 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. There it is. All right. <clears throat> Let's get settled in. Johnny. Yeah. This <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. Is... We're going to have a four-hour podcast tonight. Johnny, <laughs> what do you think about 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim? It's Tell so me, cool. Did, did you like it's it so when... so cool. That she doesn't wear pants inside of a robot, right? She doesn't look, wear that anything part's, look, inside of a robot. It, it's, it's a little weird. Nice. Uh, and nice. they... She is very confused when that happens. Bobby, it's on sale. It's thirty bucks on PSN. Go grab it. Look, I I'm is it? very intrigued it by is. this game. It's on sale? Yeah, like as soon as you bought it, it went on sale. God damn it. <laughs> I was waiting. Friend of the show, Wario sixty four. They had a sale. Thirty dollars. Oh my god, that makes Hey, you me know so what, mad. Johnny, on PC oh, well. that happened on Steam when I bought Half Life Alex? Literally, like, a day later, they put it on sale, and they took care of it for me. I doubt Sony would do me the same courtesy. Yeah. Uh, They're too busy trying to get through those cyberpunk refunds to give a shit about you and your Um, winning practices. Okay. So, I'm still in the prequel part of this game. Yeah. Uh, This isn't a sequel or anything, right? There's not 12 ages? Not prequel. Prologue. I'm sorry. Prologue. Okay. Um, And you're, you're being introduced to all of these different characters, uh, and in between those scenes, you're being introduced to the types of combat scenarios that you're going to encounter throughout the rest of the game, or at least that's what I assume. Um, well, it's weird. Like, that prologue is different from the rest of the game in that it, it linearly puts you down that path, and it mm-hmm. has you play as these different characters. It puts you in those different combat scenarios, and then once you finish the prologue, it says, okay, fuck all that. You can now do whatever you want. You can play, like, here's a character selector. You get to pick which character you want to be and just be in the story for that character. And there will get to points. There will get to points in that story, though, where it says you can't go any further with this character. You need to pick and somebody And you have to else. switch to a different one? Yeah. Okay. So is, there, you can is there combat here? Yes. Well, yeah. you can choose. <laughs> like, at that point, the game actually literally splits into three games on the title screen. And you can say, I want to do the story stuff. And you just go pick a character and do story stuff, and there's no combat at all. Or you can go over to the combat section and just do combat and do as much or as little combat as you want. And then there's a third section that's kind of like this Mass Effect kind of codex. But then you can use the things that you find in both the combat and the story stuff to unlock entries in the codex and learn more about the world. 
and those are kind of like the split of the three like it literally has them split on the screen and it shows your percentages in each one of them like the which combat. one did you play i play I, I mean i play a bunch of the story stuff i think the combat's fun but uh i really mm-hmm. just enjoy the story stuff and seeing those characters and i hardly yeah. ever use the codex um because i'm just I, I probably should to learn more about what's going on but i'm just enjoying seeing the great art seeing the the cool characters i think the voice acting is great both japanese i'm sorry this is johnny's talking about this game i've talked about yeah. it enough um i think that the story so far that they're putting together has the potential to be extremely fascinating and a really cool sci-fi story with anime dressing yeah because uh, there is some anime ass anime shit happening yeah there's, um, there's, a, there's, but, a cat, there's a cat that talks like it's yeah there's naked course. people and robots like it's yeah it's anime. it's it's anime but it's it's so gorgeous the art in it is yeah i mean that's i think for me if i was going to nibble at this game that's been the one thing that has definitely as the resident graphics kind of sewer of the show that's been the one that i think has really been like this looks like a really really cool experience visual feast if you yeah it it has some really incredible art uh that just i was just kind of looking at it for you know several minutes uh as as i was walking through you know one of the the levels or what have you and i think that the combat has the potential to be a lot of fun um and you know, hear me I, out. What if this was just thirteen sentinels into the rim? Um, yeah. You wouldn't want it to have that that into the breach sen- combat. Thirteen sentinels, <laughs> but, Pacific Rim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I had been eyeing this game for a while since Chase started talking it up. Um, you know, I I don't get into these types of games as frequently as uh chase does but i found that when i do i usually enjoy them um and so i i do plan to and look forward to putting more time into this um and finally i I would caution you i would caution you though to treat it as a slow burn like that that is how i'm finding the most enjoyment out of it uh you don't Mm -hmm. want to take too much time between play sessions because it is easy to forget little details and especially in Mm -hmm. a story that is about time travel it's very easy to go do these people know who they are yet is this this version of this guy or this other version of this guy but yeah i'm also finding that it's a game i don't want to play more than like an hour and a half each session because yeah i could totally see that especially once you're finished with the prologue because it gets to the point of I'm just doing a bunch of story stuff and I haven't done any combat and you could switch over to the combat if you wanted, but at some point it's just like, yeah, maybe I should just call it a day and then you can come back to it another day and go, oh, today's a combat day. I'm just going to do a couple of rounds of combat and call it there and then today's a story day. I really like that. Yeah, I Um, I think it's really cool. Just, uh, you know, I think it's easy to burn yourself out on it too because there's just so much of it. So uh, definitely take it slow. Yeah, and uh, listening to the, I'm playing the dubbed version, uh, and one of the characters is also the same actor who plays. Didn't Ichiban. know I was on a podcast with such Super. uncultured people. That's cool. Uh, yeah, because uh, I was listening to him talk. I was like, wait a minute, I know this voice. Do you know who he plays? Anyway, 
Uh, it's um, it's the guy that starts in 1945 and then it fast forwards to 1985 and he has long hair and he's eating the uh, the bread with yeah. the spaghetti in it yeah, the, or with the, the stir fried noodles. Soba pond or whatever. Okay. Soba yeah, pond. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, the game that has been completely just consuming my every waking thought is Demon Souls, and I won't talk about it for too long. <sighs> I thought we were done with this, <laughs> but. Yeah, I thought we were too. I am so in love with this game. It's it's so good. Had you I, had you played Demon Souls before, or did you start with Dark no, Souls? Okay, I had. So, so this is all with, new to you in a way. Mm-hmm. I I had watched a little bit of uh, the Breaking Brad on GiantBomb.com, hmm. uh, the first couple episodes. So friend, friend the, of the show, Brad Shoemaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd seen some of what uh, the first Archstone had to offer. And I have just been burning through this. I I actually started How's that over grass taste? Delicious. Mm. Uh, the late moon grass is quite tasty. It's a little weird not using Estus flasks like I'm used to in the Dark Souls games. Um, but it's also... Bobby's dead. Bobby's, like, Bob, Bobby's like falling asleep over here like he didn't just talk about Demon Souls 30 Look, minutes I, ago. I don't have to spend a ton of time with it. I will just say... That it I only is, stay awake for the the, the bashing it, of Demon Souls. This this is it may not be the most quote unquote next gen experience I've had on my PS5, but it is my favorite experience I've had on my PS5. Are you going to um, beat it? It's even worse. Yeah. No. I I am definitely going to get through this game. Uh, I'm finding it. I don't know if it's just how many hours I've sunk into some of the other Souls games, but I'm not finding the bosses to be particularly. Like super challenging, and oh, I'm getting the most. Oh, we got we got a Souls God. Souls power player over here. No, no, no. It might also just be the build that I'm doing because uh-huh. I am doing a magic build for the first oh, time ever. Are you, are in you a, Souls a royal? Game. Are you are you playing the game? Are you cheating? It's not cheating. It's in the game. That's what they all say, man. Um, but I'm also I'm yes I'm doing magic, and also I have a sword. Uh, and I was able to cheese my my way into getting some of the best armor in the game in wow. the first level. This is uh, again sounds all like in garbage. the game. It, it, you know, it's different though if you're Robbie. If if you're somebody who's coming to this is like I don't know these games, I don't really like these games, and you're like, okay, yeah, I mean, here's here's the way to kind of cheese it and make it easier and fun for you. Like, oh, get the Drake sword or something. That's gonna that's gonna help you get through the game a lot. And you're over here going like, I'm a seasoned vet. I know all the shit, but also. I'm gonna play this game the cheater way. Like, nah. I mean, I, I don't feel this it. is also. I'm also my second character. Yeah, I mean, I'm over here trying to get good, and Johnny's just getting uh, lucky. Oh shit! And sure. I don't um, really care for that. Look, I Daft Punk. Mm, get lucky at the BJ factory. I know. I'm. I'm. Oh, nice. My, what I'm saying is falling on on deaf and uncaring ears, but mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 pretty remarkable what Bluepoint has been able to do with a game that came out in 2009 and make it look and feel as good as it does in 2020, 21. Um, obviously I know it's really good. Aren't for everyone. We what? don't have to hear about this game in December. <laughs> Suppose not. Uh, I do mm. feel, you know what? I do agree with you though, Johnny about Bluepoint, you know, having played their shadow Colossus mm-hmm. uh, re- yeah. remake. I thought that was really good. I know some fans like like the same fans who were arguing about 
uh, Shadow Colossus. Like some of those, some of those, like not textures, but like yeah, like some of those purists have a problem with the way that Blue Point has taken some artistic license to, you know, hey, just they weren't they weren't that high quality polygons back in the day. Like we had to make some decisions on what this character actually looks like because you really couldn't tell back in the day for Demon Souls or mm-hmm. for Shadow. And some people, you know, feel like they're not quite as uh, faithful as they could be, but I, I, I think they're doing a great yeah. job. I'd like to see them do even more remake stuff like that. I, I think they, yeah. they're kind of nailing it. For sure. And I, I think the most interesting thing about this game is it's almost... I mean, it, getting to experience the foundation of what would become, you know, one of the most influential series... Uh, in in modern gaming is has been really interesting to me um, and the little changes. Johnny, you should play Kingsfield if you want to see the foundation oh, of what these games oh, were. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't have to talk about this game anymore. I know you guys don't Yay! Um, Alright, let's move on. I'm happy uh, you're happy, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I am so happy. I'm, I love this game a whole lot. Uh, and I will find a way to talk about it during Game of the Year this year. Don't, don't worry about that. Um... I guess no, making the rules. now that I'm done talking for a long time. No, you're uh, not. You're not done talking. That yeah, you, a you, new you thing stole, for us here at the show. Stole on what you've been playing episodes. We always dive into the news, mm-hmm. and um, traditionally Johnny hasn't done shit here, and so okay. We and that goes traditionally, I don't have nine games to talk about. So uh, we decided to put Johnny in charge of news. And not to be <laughs> outdone, he disappointed us still. And I like that we Chase, put, oh. I like that we put Johnny in charge of the news instead of the journalism major on the podcast. Really great call by us. Yeah, yeah, fair. It's good. But I will say that Chase uh, appreciate you and me keeping the boat afloat. Yeah, uh, somebody, so Johnny, you're welcome. The work's done. All of the stories on here were ones that I was going to add. And then when I had a link, well, in my I was too busy being, you know, uh, cheesing was, the boss to get the news ready. I, so, it's too busy eating grass. Couldn't couldn't do my job. Mm. You're eating grass and sucking ass is what you're doing. Now get to work uh, at God. the BJ factory. Uh, yep. So Johnny it goes down uh, The inaugural. Um, <laughs> take a, take the news away. Oh, hey guys, did you know that Flash is gone? Flash is dead. Um, I'm sad. I thought Flash died. They, years ago. they said. I mean, they said that. Uh, so Adobe said that they weren't going to support Flash anymore. But mm-hmm. they don't. You don't want to just spring that on somebody. So they said they were going to support it for another three years. Um, those three years are up, and and yep. and now it's done. They've they've put their last update out for it in December, and now Adobe is going out there telling people. That you know, it's basically a security risk at this point. So you should yeah, you should remove it from your computer immediately. Yeah, which is uh, sad. Yeah, it's it's the end of an era. I mean, I remember going to uh, addictinggames.com sure. and playing a lot of really bad flash games. Newgrounds, albino black Newgrounds. sheep. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of. Good I don't know if it there. was one. There was. So I used to go to E-Bombs World all the time sure. in the early 2000s, and there was a helicopter game on there. It had to be Flash. It had yeah. to be Flash. Is no, I know. The, was it you were one? flying through a cave system, yep. and you had to go up and down? Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. It's basically yep. Flappy Bird for the 2000s era. Yeah, no, it totally was. I mean, that's 100% what Flappy yeah. Bird was based on. Yeah. So that game ruled. Um, that was probably like the one that 
that and the farting preacher videos is what got me through those <laughs> those years. Hey, that's I'm still getting through today with the farting preacher videos. <laughs> but that that's part of the reason I put this new story on here is is because I feel like we all have those stories of flash games that we played as you know for for our generation that we played in like middle school, high school. You know, when we had the the little bit of time that we had in the computer lab, that you know, hey, we finished yeah. we finished our assignments. Let's go to Newgrounds and and try to play something there. And I kinda, I, I wanted us to talk about talk about those games and experiences that we yeah. had. Yeah. Uh, when I went to my fake college, uh, I took a whole course on making games in Flash. And uh, yeah, so I I programmed a little bit in the language that flash used uh, i made some uh, flash animations in high school we had like same. a career center thing that we could go to mm-hmm. where we learned uh, the adobe suite and you know that, that was a great class we just got to learn a bunch of cool shit uh and the flash yeah. one was you know i i think it was really fun to paint in flash and to, to make shit because just the way the computer stuff worked and, and could work with your like you you draw something and then the computer would take the stroke and and be able to manipulate it in in ways to like really make some cool stuff and i got to the point where i was like oh this is how they made alien hominid that makes so much sense now and yeah and it was yeah, super yeah, rad buddy. but I, I never got any further than than just making little stupid animations yeah and and you know things like this come and go like formats live and die uh but this is one of the ones that you know touched us all like on a pretty personal level, so I would I would liken this to, you know, when vinyl went out of went out of uh, fashion or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was the medium of choice for a long, long time. Like not necessarily better sounding things came along, but more convenient technology came along, yeah, and kind of replaced it. The, this is just the difference, though, is uh, that you know, CD they still made they still put Beatles albums out on CDs. Like you didn't. Right. And in very rare exceptions, they did that with Flash games like Alien Hominid. You know, it did get a a GameCube release and it got some other releases. Uh, Other games that have been or started as Flash games got versions that that showed up to other things like Super Meat Boy, uh, I believe, started its life as a Flash game. Uh, So there there are certainly games that that surpassed their, their Flashness. But yeah, there's also just a bunch of stuff that is more or less going away. It's not completely going away. So even though Flash is gone, there are plenty of ways to kind of get around that. Yeah, there are. Uh, if you're a Windows user, there's like a whole Flash library. I think it's called Flashpoint. Uh, it's yeah. like an app that you can download, and then it has like its own server with thousands and thousands of games and animations that have been kept. So you can still use that stuff it's just not connected to the internet anymore you don't have a flash right. player uh, like a, a an adobe flash player that that is going to be that security risk it's just like an application that you can play on your laptop archive.org yeah. has a ton of things that can run in browser um in fact that's how i i played uh, a couple of these games that i played uh, just on a random night to, to like oh yeah hey i'd like to play that and, and you know they're not all there but there's a pretty good selection of, of stuff that's there that you can you can try out, and it just plays in your browser, and it's its own thing. You're not downloading a, a Flash player or anything like that. Uh, and there are some couple a couple other things that you can use as well. Um, I, I put this down here because I wanted to talk about a game I love called Heli Attack Three. 
Uh, Bobby, you mentioned Helicopter Game, which is also very good, and I played a ton of that. But Heli Attack 3, I think, is my favorite Flash game in that you are this little dude who can run across kind of the bottom of the screen, and there are these helicopters that fly above, and you get all these different weapons to shoot them down. And when you shoot them down, they have a chance of dropping... Uh, a different weapon and the weapons the variety and the the amount of weapons that were in there was just awesome like to get a grenade launcher and to see that it it kind of or an rpg and you see it kind of pops out and then has that that little hover that little like um mm-hmm. that little pause before like the rocket powered part of the rp uh, of the RPG comes in, and then you see it fly. Oh, it's so good. There were rail guns. There was bow and arrows. Uh, there were. I'm pretty sure I played this. Yeah, I mean, they made three of them. Uh, the The second game is on the archive.org that I played, but I think three is a, a better game overall. Uh, I had a ton of, of fun with that. Um, there was another one I really liked called uh, Don't Look Back that was made by Terry Cavanaugh, the guy behind VVV, VVV, Ooh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and some other games as well. And I love that game a lot. Uh, you guys might be interested in Don't Look Back if you are Hades fans, because this game is kind of the, the story of Orpheus, Orpheus and Eurydice, where the whole point is to go, you're, you're going into Hades, basically, although it is, it's, it's like a loose version of, uh, of that game, or of that story, because you, you're not seeing much, much of any Greek shit. But you are, like, going down to Hades, you find Eurydice, and she's a ghost, because she's in the underworld, and then you turn around, and you basically have to go backwards through the game to take her out, like the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. wow. The thing is, though, if you ever turn back to the right and look at at what is Eurydice, uh, she fades away, because that's the, the Greek story, that's the tragedy, and that's why... That's why she's not very happy with Orpheus and Hades. <laughs> so, fair, uh, fair, fair. So, uh, but that game is really cool, uh, and and it looks a lot like VVVVVV in, in kind of the pixel art way that it's that it's built. And I found that game to be a lot of fun. Um, I also remember Line Rider. Do you ever play Line Rider? Uh, yeah, Bobby, I played a lot of that. That was yeah. that was a ton of fun. Um, Squares two like squares two you're a black square and like there are these black yes, and red squares that. like flying in all sides of the screen and you're trying to get the black ones but not the red ones um and there was a game that is completely inappropriate in name that's like half the flash games <laughs> it was spank the monkey yeah sure uh-huh and spank the monkey that was one where you had to move the mouse as quickly as possible yep uh-huh. um yeah well, i remember I, yeah, I mean, and that that even turned into, like, I, I remember, like, early digital banners, banner ads that you'd see with that and, like, oh, shoot the ducks. Yeah. Uh, they'd make yep. a bunch of yeah. those. The the thing I probably liked the most in Flash, though, wasn't, wasn't a game. Actually, there were a couple of games of this, but did you guys ever watch or interact with the, uh, I believe it's pronounced Xiao Xiao videos? X-I-A-O, X-I-A-O? Maybe. Uh... So I imagine this is a Chinese animator, just based on based on the name. But they were the stick figure fights. I, I think is is maybe the more uh, well known terminology for them. And they would just be these very detailed animations because you're just dealing with stick figures. 
and they would be just incredibly detailed fight scenes with with these well, for the time uh, with these stick figure fighters, and they would do. They'd start off by doing karate stuff, and then eventually, like, one of them would pull out a sword, so then there'd be, like, some sword combat, and then at one point, one guy just goes, you know what, fuck this, and he throws a Hadouken, uh, and and things just get crazier and crazier, and they made a bunch of these, uh, or this guy, or this person made a bunch of these animations. A couple of, uh, a couple of games, like, one of them is, like, a, a rail shooter. Where you're uh, where you're doing some shooting stuff, which is is kind of cool. There's one that's like a series of mini games where you're trying to hit the right power level of of what amount of strength you want to do to attack something. So like the start is you can like the first one I think is like you're trying to break a, a a brick wall and you're just punching it. And if you go too low, if you stop the the meter when it's too low, you hurt your hand. If you do it when it's too high, you break the wall but then it falls down on you uh so you have to hit it kind of in the sweet spot to make it shatter entirely and then move on to the next one uh i I thought they were super fun they got way more ambitious as they as they went on adding a lot of sound effects a lot of color uh they they were really cool there are some youtube compilations of those uh of those animations and i would highly encourage people to go check them out because mm-hmm. i thought they were rad i think there might be like nine of nine of these and like three of them were, were games anyway they're, they're really cool they're my favorite thing to just watch right on well all right let's hear it let's hear it for flash we love flash i love flash yay flash what else you got um, for us johnny uh the uh studio that you may have thought was already a nintendo owned studio is now a nintendo owned studio and that is uh next level games makers of luigi's mansion 3 uh the punch out wii game uh luigi's mansion dark moon uh the super mario strikers game also on the wii i don't know if they made the gamecube one or not they did uh they did they did i i love that game i was i'm really sad they haven't made a new super mario strikers since the wii but that's that's we can talk I would about I would argue that they've made some of the more visually striking Nintendo games in the last couple couple years. Yeah, they um they make I mean, games that wh- shine on the hardware that Nintendo puts out, and uh, you know, hopefully now with the backing the full backing of Nintendo, uh, they can continue making really awesome. I, games. I think Luigi's Mansion Three might be the like the game that I can't believe. Looks as good well, as it does on that hardware. On the Switch. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think Odyssey too, in some parts. This I think the shadows and the lighting and the particles they have on Luigi's True. Mansion yeah. is Odyssey looks great. Uh, the the point I'm trying to make here is is that the timing of them acquiring this studio, looking ahead at like the rumors swirling around next Switch hardware and what some of the capabilities will be there. Like, mm-hmm. I'd love to see what this team could do. As like part maybe, of that, maybe they'll make experience. their showpiece yeah. for. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get whatever you got to buy them before Microsoft does, right? Mm-hmm. In, in this day and hey. age, Johnny, you did mention they've they're mostly known for their for their Nintendo stuff, um, and I I think that's fair. Looking at looking at all the games they've made, those are definitely the ones that stand out. But they did make other things, uh, NHL Hits Pro for uh, yeah. the GameCube, Xbox, and PS2, uh, Spider Man Friend or Foe, which I do not remember at all. Uh, that was on the July. Wii 360 and PS2. 
Uh, and then Captain America Super Soldier for Xbox 316 PS3 in 2011. I don't remember anything about that game either. Neither uh, do I. So, like, they, they did do some other stuff, but, yeah. They've done some stuff. Absolutely. When you're looking at their list, it's like, uh, yeah, they uh, they did the Luigi's Mansion sequels. So, but they're, yeah, that's that's what they're known for. <laughs> and they did Punch-Out. Like, Punch-Out, <laughs> that, that, uh, that Wii Punch-Out game is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember Agreed. if I ever played that one. Um, and then finally, uh, the last story here is Minecraft Earth, which I forgot even existed, uh, is closing up in June. And uh, we have a quote here. Uh, Minecraft Earth was designed to run free movement and collaborative play, two things that have become near impossible in the current global situation. So, quote, quote from uh, who? I don't know. Who, uh, did, who made this quote? That's... Someone uh, from Xbox. A quote from the article that's linked here. Yes, you can't just you can't just quote something and not tell uh, who made that, the quote. That is a quote from Mojang or Mojang, ah, however you sure. say you should pronounce that. Um, and as a result, we have made the difficult decision to reallocate our resources to other areas that provide value to the Minecraft community and end support for Minecraft Earth in June 2021. Uh, so another AR game bites the dust. They're probably um, still working on that super duper pack visual pack yeah. yeah they were too busy making ray tracing for the pc version um r.i.p f's in chat for minecraft earth yeah johnny thanks for taking us through the news appreciate it hey. you did eh, okay um we'll see. i'll do, do better next time maybe no, add well, some new stories next time i'll try you've got two weeks to get it ready because next week i get to tell you all about my deep dive and i'm really excited about that Ooh, I can't um, be here next week. I'm sorry. Another another no. deep dive at the BJ factory. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. Oh, no. Nice. Uh, well, hey, it's been a lot of fun hearing about the, the video games that you've been playing, Johnny. I can't wait to hear about you abandoning them here in a few weeks and not beating them <laughs> and finishing them. Uh, um, so I, I uh, when when I started playing Nino Kuni, I sent Johnny a text message saying, hey... You better not let me finish this game before you do, since you mm-hmm. played it throughout 2020 and yep. and have quite a bit of it finished. You you've said multiple times you're right up near the end, and I, think uh, so, yeah. I still feel like there's a pretty good chance I'm going to beat you to it. What's the we'll wager? See what happens. Oh, I don't want to no. put a wager on it because then because no once he once he gets an incentive, he's going to actually do it. I want I want the pure Johnny Amazich experience, which is not finishing anything he starts fair <laughs> fair um so like i said Thanks next week PS5, uh, johnny you're welcome i'm gonna be taking you all through a deep dive i'm uh looking forward to, to chatting up about some of that stuff it's been a while since i've done one um but uh it's been a fun time catching up on this stuff after a pretty rough day it was nice to break away and talk to you two about some things that we do enjoy and find some, some joy in yeah chase um What's going on with you? Anything outside of the show that you want to, uh, to chat about? I mean, Gamers on the Go is still a place you can go. Uh, GamersOnTheGo.com. Uh, I've been thinking about some potential episodes for that. Uh, I've got one that I'd really like to do. I just need to find the right person to do it with. And okay. uh, we'll we'll get that figured out. But yeah, you, still plenty of stuff. There's still the, uh, the Game of the Year episode I did with friend of the show, Magic Air, that you can check out. I have listened to a good chunk of that episode. Well, you didn't finish and it. And enjoyed so. it. Nice. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, cool. And uh, any place that we can locate and find that stuff, Chase? Yeah, gamersonthego.com. And uh, any new stuff that comes out, you'll get a tweet about tweet at it with awesome. at GOTG podcast. Awesome. And Johnny, uh, outside yes. of Among Us, is there anything else happening with you and your son? Any other activities you're doing outside of the show? Uh, you know, the usual Minecraft. Uh, we got some new board games for Christmas. More Spelunky? Uh, I taught him it. No, no Spelunky recently. Um, I did teach him how to play uh, five and seven card draw oh, the other day. Go. And we, we be bet using pieces of candy uh, like I used to do. Uh, with my family when I was a kid, cleaned we'd, him out. We'd have like big family poker tournaments. He beat me every time, mm. and it was incredibly frustrating because I was like helping that kid's him. Cheating. Yeah, got something up his he sleeve. Had, a couple aces. He did. He had an ace up his sleeve for sure. Nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, Sarah and I played. I got her the Jaws board game, and that is a really cool board game. It can be played with two people. But I can see where like having absolutely like five people because um, one person plays as the shark and then the other individuals are the crew members um, from the movie. And there's two phases to the game. There's the phase that happens uh, on island and then there's the other on land. I'm sorry. Then there's you flip the board over and the second half of the game takes place on the orca. And it's really fucking Cool. cool how they do it. There's a lot of awesome stuff that goes on with it. I think the shark is OP as fuck in that board game and totally That's how it should yes. that's how it should be, right? It's true. It's definitely true to its roots. You but the Jaws board game while the board game is happening. Yes, definitely. Hey, um, we'll be able to play that game for for free exactly, yeah. this month. Yeah. Um Hey, I live yeah. alone, so uh, you know, I don't I can't play board games with anybody. I can play like Solitaire. That's that's good. Good stuff. I love solitaire. I, I like solitaire, but you know, I wish I could play support games with people. I did, maybe we can figure out a way I to did, do like a Jackbox night. Yeah, that might be fun. Uh, I did buy the uh, the Lego bonsai tree, so I've got that oh, cool. that I can make now. Yeah, that'll be fun because that's what awesome. people who are alone uh, do. <laughs> if you uh, if you're if you are alone and need to know how to share your thoughts with people, you can go to anchor.fm slash the casual hour and drop a voice message. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are on one of the many games that we talked about this week. Uh, what flash game did you enjoy the most? Yeah, I would that, love to that, know that. Yeah. What flash games uh, are you sad to see going? Like if you know a cool place to play these games, drop us a line there as well. You can shoot us an email. Also with the casual hour at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Twitter at the casual hour and at the casual hour across all social platforms, but we would love to hear from you on what your thoughts are. Uh, as I mentioned, next week will be a deep dive and, uh, we will be back next Friday with, with that. But in the meantime, play something new, be safe, wear a mask, uh, find some way to be nice to somebody. And we will talk to you all very soon. Take care.